0: Got a little tickle. Yo, y'all, what's poppin'? What is poppin'? What is poppin'? You already know. It's your girl, Savage Life TV here. And yes, you are listening to UFC in case you're wondering which stands for your fave creative, because whether I'm your fave or not, I'm just here living, breathing and then sharing my creative journey with y'all in hopes to relate or inspire whichever you damn desire. Hey, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry if I scared you. Um, everybody, trickle in, trickle in, take a seat, relax. You know, how we feeling today? Feeling good, feeling great? Welcome to episode eight. Don't worry, you're early, you're not late, okay? So today, I got something a little different on the docket for this episode. And obviously, every episode is different but this one is a little special. Why is that, you may ask? Well, today we got a new a new thing to introduce. We got a new segment in the house. <laughs> segment, 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 segment. segment. Se- All right, so basically I aim to be more relatable with this seggy, so cue the drum roll because this segment is called Let's Get Personal. get personal lgp in the motherfucking house y'all <laughs> despite what i know what i do or whatever i just want to vent sometimes you know i just want to get some things off my chest get a little personal like who is savage life tv what, what, what kind of name is that is that your real name no but we'll get all into that later in this segment of lgp i'm talking about two things you don't want to mix and no it's not dark and light It's the infamous dangerous cocktail of business and pleasure. As a businesswoman in this lifetime, I've been dealt some weird hands that I can just never win in, you know, a bad hand, if you will. And it's a well-known saying to not mix business and pleasure, but I've been put in awkward situations where I had to be like, yeah, it's a no for me, but thanks though. This is a storytelling episode, so grab your popcorn, snack, or whatever, because we're going to get personal, personal, all up in this bitch. As always, we're going to start off with some knowledge of the day, so give it up for So y'all, so y'all, so y'all, I have a confession to make. You know last episode I said I was going to do more nouns? Well, I fucked up. I gave my followers two more adjectives to choose from, so that's totally my bad. But adjectives are fun. I don't know, they help fluff up a sentence. You can never have too many describing words, right? Anyway, so this week's B to the V, battle of the vocab, remember, was between ribald and impecunious. And the winner was... (laughs) Rebels! Rebels in the house, rebels is... Also in the house, so that's spelled R I B A L D. I When I saw it, I kept wanting to say ribald, but it's ribald, okay? So just think of it like the the, the syllable break is like rib and then alds, right? Okay, and as you know, of course, this is an adjective. It means referring to sexual matters in an amusing, coarse, or irreverent way. In other words, humorously vulgar or even offensive speech. Okay, so there's a lot of ribald movies out there, but the first that came to my mind was Borat. Remember Borat? I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to watch it so bad, but it was so ribald, and my parents were like, no. Okay, I remember trying to sneak into a theater when I was like, what, 13, 14 to watch it? Oh my God, it was just so bad so bad anyway i am a huge fan of comedy i love jokes as much as the next girl but certain ribble jokes can be pushing the line you know any ribble jokes about sexual assault or pedophilia like that those don't get any laughs out of me and it's crazy because i respect comedy as an art form so much and understand that certain jokes aren't the true opinions of comedians of course they're just jokes but ribald humor can be tricky in situations. Too much ribald humor from somebody can be so annoying. I mean like, that's like being around someone with a dirty mind all the time. They just ruin shit. I'm actually glad we learned ribble today because this is a word I will definitely use more often. Anyway y'all, ribald is the word of the week. Take it home, tell your friends. Oh buddy, we're just gonna dive into LGP this episode because I got some things to say. I got some things to say. Business and pleasure, right? Right off the bat, I highly don't recommend mixing the two. If it works for you, then cool, but I think the success stories are a way smaller percentage than the failed ones. (laughs) Visualize with me here, y'all, because I see business and pleasure on a spectrum. On one side there's business, on the other side there's pleasure, and the meter lies on how that relationship is. As a businesswoman, I've been put in some weird situations with people who try to push that meter more on the pleasure side when it should stay on the business side. And because of this, I've lost some connections, all because that person had ulterior motives that made me just so uncomfortable, dude. I just think there's a certain time and place to experiment with the meter. And all the situations I've been had absolutely terrible timing and placing. Let me share a little with y'all on who I am emotionally for the sake of getting personal, personal. I am very open and honest with my feelings. Like if I like you and I feel like we have a mutual thing going on, I'll let you know. I will make it obvious that I like you. I give you more of my time because one of my love languages is quality time. Like you won't ever have to question my likeness to you because I'm straightforward about it. So alternatively, if I don't express those feelings, if I didn't give you any hints or any clue that I like you and there's no flirting involved and the way I talk to you is very platonic, then I just don't like you like that. It's that simple. That simple. I'm telling you, I'm an open book when it comes to this If I don't like you, you will know. Okay, I don't string people along, I don't mess with their feelings, no, I don't. So because I am fully aware of my actions and feelings, I hold myself to a very professional standard when doing business, especially if I'm doing business with a man, specifically a hetero man. And I point this population out specifically only because all of my interesting business situations have been with hetero men so far. Whenever I'm doing business with men, whether it's sort of collaboration, promotion deal, whatever, it starts as business and will end as business. That's it for me. I'm not looking for more than what it is in business dealings because I got shit to do, yo. I got a brand to run. I'm focused on my growth and how this can help my reach and like that. I'm not thinking that the person I'm networking with is a potential mate for me. Like, no, that's just distracting. And look, y'all, look, I'm a lifetime lover. I'm a hopeless romantic, okay? But I'm not looking for love or lust in every situation I counter, especially the business ones. Those are the ones I avoid looking for love and lust because that's distracting, like I said. But regardless of what I give off to certain people, always get misconstrued in a way that just ruins everything yo like man when it comes to business you have to carry yourself in a way for people to take you seriously for me specifically i am a woman of black and filipino descent it is imperative that I maintain this professional standard to anyone at all costs. Just based on my appearance and background alone, I can easily be written off, ignored, assumed of, and not seen as a serious business person. So when I enter collaborations, partnerships, sponsors, whatever with anyone, I am strictly business minded. Unless we know each other on a friend level, then yeah, I can switch from business to friend easily. But even that can get tricky, but we'll revisit that later. So given how I am, it's so f***ing annoying when I'm in the business mindset with new people, i.e. hetero men, but their mindset is somewhere else in La La Land, creating ulterior motives and making this platonic relationship into something more. Dude, no, this is not what this is. I hope to speak a lot of boss women out there who deal with this shit, because no matter what you do and what industry you're in, it is incredibly frustrating. Women already get a bad rep in this world and to be reduced as another body count or a mission to conquer or whatever when we're trying to make something out of ourselves is so irritating. In these business situations where the expectations are widely different, I see it as shooting your shot when there's no court to be found. Like, don't shoot your shot at nothing. Come on, dude, that should have been your cue to not shoot anything if there's nothing for you to score. Like, come on. Shooting a shot in these instances are just wrong place, wrong time, buddy. Why don't you read the room? If I'm not setting up a court for you to slam in, don't even try. Like, I don't know, if it was me, I'd be so uncomfortable shooting my shot to a business connection when all they've been is so formal and professional with me. That, that would just feel so out of nowhere, you know? It's a shame because I've had an end connections that would have helped my exposure in other places. And sure, you could say, well, why didn't you tough it out then if it was something that could have helped you? Because I am not willing to be uncomfortable in deals, partnerships, contracts, or whatever with people who cannot read the f***ing room, point blank, period. It's going to take a little longer for me to get to the top because I'm not going to sacrifice my comfortability or even my body to get what I want. Absolutely not. And I hope you feel this too, fellow listener out there. If you're doing business and it's starting to feel uncomfortable, listen to your gut and dead that s***. Well, communicate your boundaries, of course but you might still need to dead that shit after because even though that person may have understood and apologized and making you feel that way, don't feel obligated to continue the business relationship just because they've apologized or whatever. Take it from me. It's still gonna feel weird after the fact. So it's best to move on. There are so many other people out there who don't do this. So you just might even take your business elsewhere. All right, so story time. Story time, story time, story time, story time! So let's just get into some instances that I had to let go because took a left when we were supposed to go straight, right? As soon as the GPS said rerouting, I'm like, where in the hell is this going and why? In this first instance though, I will be honest, I could have handled it more maturely, but this happened when I was like 19, 20. So a young staff, if you will. But regardless, this comment threw me the fuck off. So I was working with a foundation that I would donate my surplus clothes to. We only communicated through IG, Instagram. There weren't any formal contracts or agreements, but this was like my first partnership with another business. Our convos were straightforward. Basically, I would tell him when I'm sending the next batch and then he would reply back with pictures of people in my clothing. I mean, it was great exposure. It's great. We never really got personal in our conversations, which is a-okay. We're doing something great for the community and that's it. Not everything needs to be more than what it is, right? And also, I'm communicating through my brand's Instagram, through Ops, so I feel like this wasn't the right medium to get personal like that anyway. Our backs and forths have informal, professional type of conversation, like a business to business would be. But then, but then out of nowhere, he asks, are you single? And I know, it's a simple question that anyone could ask, and I shouldn't feel offended. But it just threw me off because A, I wasn't single at the time, and B, I just didn't like how all of a sudden that was asked. Like I said, this was all business. We never got personal. I never met the dude in real life. He didn't even live in the same city as me. And personally, I don't know him like that at all. But at the same time, it's like, okay, Sav, it is just a simple question. Don't overthink it. You're not even single, no big deal, I get that. But look, I'm gonna be the devil's advocate for all my stories, just so. Reason will prevail. Reason will prevail! Or at least try to. But because I felt uncomfortable with that question, I never hit him up again. And this is why I say I was immature because I could have been real easily, but I just felt like my response is going to be a rejecting one. And because of that, I feel like shit would have just not been the same in our partnership. People can be petty, yo, and not trying to accuse him that he was or is or whatever. But again, I don't know him like that. So I guess I was afraid of our connection being sour because of my response. So instead I just left him on red. I don't know. (laughs) I just, but you know, Relate to me, right? I just feel like it was inappropriate to ask in that setting, you know? Like, wrong place, wrong time, dude. Like, the prior message I sent to him was literally letting him know that I sent my next package. No, like, emojis, no hearts, no, like, no nothing that would be, like, misconstrued. It was very just straightforward. And then he responds with, are you single? I'm like, bro, what? That's what you respond with? Not even, okay, cool. Are you single? But just, like, straightforward. Are you single? Like, uh Dude, it's like, even if I was, like, why does that matter right now? Why does that matter? Just because we have a great relationship, business relationship, doesn't mean it's going to be more than that. Like, just, no. It was just so left field, and we were doing so great on the right field. But anyway, whatever. It was my first informal partnership anyway, so no harm, no foul lived and learned right like i said before y'all i am a hopeless romantic like i believe love can be found anywhere in the most unorthodox places i sure do but this was not it think of this analogy right say you're in a business meeting and the person you're meeting with is attractive to you but in the middle of the meeting you ask hey you want to grab dinner sometime? Like, reality is not like these rom-coms. That question coming out of nowhere will feel widely inappropriate in that situation. So another story, right? Boom shakalaka, another story. This one is a little more dramatic than the first one, okay? I just had a softball you guys in, right? So a couple of years ago, I collaborated with this ambassador program. Again, a situation where I'm sending them merch in exchange for photos to post, more exposure, all of that. Me and the guy were cool. We've had a couple business calls, getting to know each other professionally, seeing if this partnership is a good fit. So I felt like I got to know him on a friendly business level. Nothing more. Nothing more than that, Yeah, It was only business that we talk about. We never were like, oh, what are you doing? How's your day? Like we were never. It was never that, you know. But with him, I think he tried to push that meter towards pleasure once he got comfortable. So there were talks of me flying to the east coast to meet some ambassadors, give a little presentation on my brand, cool, shit, right? But then shit took a weird detour when he suggested that I stay at his place. I politely declined, told him that I get a hotel if I come out, but he was really pushing me to stay with him, like trying to convince me. And now this did not sit right with me. So my eagerness to go out there declined quickly, all right? But learning from my first story, I didn't just wanna cut this guy off, you know? I did communicate my boundary and how this would work, and maybe that was just his type of hospitality. I don't know, you know, I don't know. People are raised differently, I don't know. I was trying to give him that benefit of the doubt, right? While also trying to keep this connection for brand exposure. Then months go by, he's talking about coming to the west side. Here's where the GPS starts to reroute. He was already assuming that he was gonna stay at my place. I'm like, yo, what? At the time I had a studio apartment, it was just me, but no, no, I shut that shit down immediately. I told him he would need a hotel, you're not staying with me. Like strike two, dude, like what kind of, that is so, what, like that's just so left field, so left field, and we're hitting right and you're going so left, why? Why? is getting increasingly uncomfortable and mind you at this time i didn't have new product to send him so there wasn't really anything tying me to this connection at this point i started to do more cut and sew handmade pieces that i just couldn't give away like that like t-shirts yeah i can throw in a couple but i didn't have any spare at the time so boom last strike was it buddy Oh man, when I tell y'all, this man sends me a picture of all these ones, like I want to say like 20 ones and roses on a bed with a shitty comforter with some motivating yet flirty, suggestive type of message. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) okay, no. First of all, I'm not getting paid for this. I'm just a small business helping out a fellow small business, but Your reward is 21s, roses, and a smelly looking comforter. Like get the, get the all the way out of here, bro. (laughs) Like we had a dead this and I should have been dead this. I should have. I so should have, dude. And that's what I get for being like that nice person trying to give people the benefit of the doubts, but those doubts were not benefiting. Like, oh my God, not blaming myself. I'm just saying like, just being real, right? So I responded with the whole, hey, you know, I'm not comfortable continuing this relationship with you. Good luck with your life and yourself and what other people say in those situations, like totally deading that, you know, it's just such a shame when things get lost in translation like that. Like when I'm being perfectly pleasant, professional, extremely aware of my language and actions and all of that and things are just so lost in that i don't i don't get it i just god damn you know like oh oh there it is damn we i got i got some more things to say can we add another time can we add some more time on the clock no we're actually over no way over we can't no no i have nothing else i'm doing today i don't know i don't understand anyway 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 um yeah so Just a shame, you know, and to wrap up those two stories, like they were really small fish in the sea, you know, in terms of connections, like they didn't make huge waves. So I really really wasn't losing anything when I cut them off. It's just unfortunate. How do things, it's just unfortunate. So if you are a boss woman, anybody, honestly, but as a woman speaking to other women out there, like, you know, it's... (sighs) sucks when these things kind of happen right it really does can we can we just add one more minute just one more minute we can do one more minute and that's it thank you thank you like i don't understand the big deal it's just i i just like this is an important topic look we've all seen the dangers of mixing business and pleasure especially when that power imbalance is involved and we see this in the music industry in the film industry with politicians all the time and it's So incredibly sad, my heart goes out to the victims who are subjected to mixing this business and pleasure. They are forced to because their boss is forcing that upon them in order for them to move forward with their business. It's like contingent on that. It's absolutely terrible that this happens. Man, business and pleasure can be such a battle. Like, you can't take this shit lightly at all, especially if it's your business on the line that you are risking. You just can't, you know? It's, It's... at any point you start getting uncomfortable with your business partner, whatever, and some sort of dealing when they're trying to mix that pleasure in, right? Like, like end that immediately. Communicate your boundaries, of course, but again, you still might need to end it even though you communicated that, because some people will still take you as working with them, as okay, well, she's not that bothered if she's still working with me. Like, no, 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 no. You gotta. You gotta put your foot down and leave. There are way better situations out there that won't make you feel that way at all. Way better people who will always make you feel like you're valid and not sexualized, you know? To end on a positive note, I do wanna shout out the professional businessmen, entrepreneurs that I'm still connected with today because they just get it. So shout out to y'all for real. Y'all never made things awkward. Y'all never tried to push that meter. You understood the assignment when it came to business. Treated us like equals and respected our grind. That's all we business women ask for in this game. Thanks y'all for letting me get this off my chest. I hope to relate to anybody out there. SavageLife.tv on IG is where you could find me because man, I gotta be out. Stay tuned for next week.